This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. We are back. So here you here we go, guys. This is my name is Alyssa Fuchs. I'm here normally with the quickie, but today it's going to be the rant. I got a question for you guys. What's today's date? Today is November 1st. There we are. Of what year? 2015. And when's the election? November 6th, 2016? No, I think it's November 4th of 2016. So, you know, for all of our math geniuses out here, can anybody tell me how long it is until the election? 368? Basically, it's over a... Yeah, it's about 368 days until the election. And yet... We are already having nonstop election coverage. And to be quite frank with you, as somebody who loves politics, I am sick of it. I'm just sick of it. And what is fueling this? And what is fueling this and what makes me so sick of this nonstop election coverage is money in politics. Because the more money that goes into politics, the more these politicians feel like the election cycle needs to start earlier. And so what we have is a situation where following Citizens United and the rise of the 24-hour cable news media. We basically run a 365-day-a-year nonstop election cycle that started as soon as President Barack Obama got sworn in for his second term. So this is something that really is getting under my skin because I feel like we are being bombarded with election coverage day in and day out. And it's like, who's running and who said this and who said that and who said this crazy thing and who said that crazy thing? And guess what? As we talked about today, when we talked about the budget, there are a lot of other really important things going on in politics that people aren't paying attention to because they care more about Donald Trump's toupee that he says isn't a toupee (laughs) and about Ben Carson saying that we're going to tithe for taxes. And you know what? It is important who's running for president. And there are a lot of people. But the reason why this cycle has gotten so moved up has to do with the money and it has to do with the media. And those are things that we really want to focus on when we talk about this nonstop election coverage and whether whether it's actually good or whether it's bad for us as a society. In many other countries, they have much shorter election cycles because they cap when the cycle can start. In America, we don't. And in some ways, we could have a debate about whether that's a good thing or whether that's a bad thing, because, you know, maybe we don't want a situation where we tell news media that they can't talk about the election this early. And obviously, the Supreme Court wants a situation where we can give unlimited funds to candidates, you know, as long as we do it through super PACs or our corporation does it because that's a person. But, you know, let's not I digress off that end of the conversation. The fact of the matter is, is these two factors, as I've brought up, have led to this just unbearable situation. So I am sick of the election. I am sick of hearing about it. I think there's too much election coverage. And I think we should cut back on our own. I think studios and stations and media needs to cut back on the election. So I am asking for a push for civility through this rant and a return to talking about the many other important issues that we have to talk about in politics and to stop talking every single minute about what is going on in the election cycle because you know what? It's going to lead to election burnout because there is only so much of this I can take. The first debate I watched. The second debate I had a panic attack. The third debate I didn't even put on. Guess what? There's going to be 16 more debates and they're not going to say anything different between now and the election. If you think anybody's going to change any positions or anybody's going to solidify any positions at least on the Republican side because I have some faith in the Democrats to actually come with some policy proposals and be able to explain them in more detail as the cycle goes on. 
But if you think that the Republican candidates, as far as I'm concerned, are going to come up with any new ideas or do any better job of explaining the ideas that they have between now and the 365 days that we have before the election, I'll tell you something right now. I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. You can have it for $500. And if you believe that, Stanley's Madonna and Selena's going to win the World Series for the Mets tonight. Woo! Yeah. So I'm hoping that you guys want to jump in on this and tell me where you stand, because obviously I'm very frustrated because I feel like this is a constant issue. And I would like to see the media cut back. Um, but I've had other people say they disagree with me and they like the constant election coverage and they like they think it provides entertainment. Um Value. And also they think it's good that we have this discourse, uh, you know, this far out in the process. So I'm hoping you guys want to jump in here uh, and tell me what you think, because I'm sick of the election and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Alyssa, I'm one of those people. I get a kick out of it. I'm not going to lie. Donald Trump says, oh, wait. At first, what he was saying was hilarious. It was ridiculous. And it was like, yes, please give me more um, Donald Trump for the GOP because this will ensure us, uh, the Democrats, a pathway to the White House. Now it is getting kind of scary. And I do, do think that we need to take a hard look at ourselves and our constituents and the people he's pandering to because it is just a reflection of the um, the the homo the um, excuse me the xenophobic and the anti-Hispanic and the anti-immigration sentiment that lies within us, right? But you know what? It put that ex it, it put that spotlight on it. I mean, this election coverage has done a lot of good and a lot of bad. There's pros and cons with everything, and I understand your frustration. But you know, I, I think that it's also very telling about where we stand as um, as a society, as a citizens. And I also think that it's, I mean, the Republicans do get much more attention than the Democrats, um, which is a, one gripe that I would say I, I personally have. I don't know if you mean, like, in general you don't like the election coverage no, look, or just so much focus on the GOP. I do mean in general I don't mm. like all the election coverage, but I definitely think that there's something to be said is that, you know, when you have 17 people for running for office. It's almost like a circus. And that's why you hear so much more about the GOP um, and the election because they're waiting for people to drop out and there's so many candidates where on their Democratic side, there's only two main candidates. And so you're not getting as much focus. But it's like how much even on that side, how much of Hillary and Bernie can you take over the next year? Because guess what? Hillary... She's probably going to not change her policy positions. At, you know, maybe she'll clarify and break them down more in depth about what she wants to do. But guess what? She's not changing. And Bernie, his positions, they're not changing. So it's like, why do we need to have this conversation so far out? Stanley? I have a couple of problems with the election cycle. The first one, um, specifically with the Republicans and definitely some of the Democrats, is people are just outright lying and pandering to groups. The Republican Party, it's very dangerous because I, there, was, there was an article I read um, from David Brooks talking about Mitt Romney's campaign where he said if Obamacare will destroy the world and then he loses the election and he's like, oh, listen to the president. But you just told people for 16 months that this bill was going to destroy the world. They can't turn off. They believe you. Now you have 14 people in the Republican Party saying these things even crazier than that, comparing Planned Parenthood and abortions to slavery, comparing Obamacare to slavery, calling people like Latin, people in the Latin community rapists and killers. And people believe and they buy into that. And then the media is eating this all up, but they're not fact-checking them. They're not calling them out. So now people are believing these lies. 
And it's to make it worse, it's supposed to be a process where we learn about these candidates, but then not everyone has access to these conversations because you have to be able to afford cable and you have to be able to understand the lingo. And not anyone can run for president because it was supposed to be or it should be that anyone who wants to run for president who thinks they can do the job has an opportunity. But there are Democratic candidates who are not getting any kind of coverage and they say it's because of bad poll numbers, but how can you get good poll numbers if the media won't talk about you? And you have to raise literally a billion dollars to win the election. And it's just overall the whole process disgusts me more so than just what's happening now because we have a serious problem in America. Yeah, well, you know what? Paul Ryan wants to talk about how the process stinks. I'll tell you one thing. When it comes to the election, the process stinks. Now, I can't make you a complete promise that we're never going to talk about the election on this show. And in fact, I don't think that you'd want that because I think that you want us to continue to talk about the election. However, what I can promise you is that on this show, on Let Your Voice Be Heard Radio, we will attempt to be above the fray and we will attempt to talk about the things about the election that are important and that matter and that matter to you and tell you why they're important. And instead of focusing on you know, who's got the best hairpiece or who's saying the most crazy thing. So on that note, I'm going to throw it to Selena, who's going to wrap it up. And I will see you next week when hopefully I will not be as upset about all of the election coverage. And maybe it won't be driving me as crazy. But until then, Selena, you're probably you probably are going to be upset. Alyssa. We have another debate coming up before our next show. Actually, I won't be upset as long as Selena doesn't ask me to talk about it for an entire segment. (laughs) Right. That's the only way she won't be upset. All right, guys, we had a great show. We thank you so much for hanging out with us. But if you missed any part or simply want to listen to it again or share it with your friends and family, you can check us out at lyvbh.com where we archive all of our shows but the easiest way is Seattle Radio and another easy way is to just subscribe to our iTunes account because all the shows get automatically updated and all you have to do is if you have an iPhone is you just download the app and all of our shows will magically appear on your phone and it's so good so guys we want to say goodbye but we will see you again next Sunday you ain't gonna catch me with them sneakers